0: Hey, this is Troy Sanders of Killer Be Killed. You're listening to Wall of Sound.
1: We have been waiting with bated breath for Killer Be Killed to make their announcement of their return to the heavy music scene. After wowing crowds in Australia, their only tour they've ever done was Down Under. And finally, we have their second album, Reluctant Hero, coming out November 20th through Nuclear Blast. And it is my greatest pleasure to introduce this guy to you. If you don't know who he is, give yourself an uppercut. Troy Sanders, welcome.
0: You're so nice. You're too nice. But thank you.
1: You're a very nice guy, mate. You're one of the heavy music industry's nicest blokes with the best beard I've ever seen. And look, we have all been waiting for this fucking album to come out. Six years in between the first release and now this one. Like, what's been going on behind the scenes with Killer Be Killed, and why did it take so long?
0: That's a great question. You know, the one and only, you just mentioned the one the one and only tour we ever did was across Australia. And when we left Australia, I think it was 2015, we were on an incredible high because not only is Uh, did we enjoy ourselves being together. But also, Australia is a beautiful country with great people. It's very welcoming. But third, and most importantly, was that the crowds were mind-blowing. We were accepted uh, with such open arms, it it just blew us away. So when we left Australia to get back to the tours that were already planned for Dillinger Escape Plan, Soulfly, Mastodon, Converge, everything that the four of us are involved in, there was never one ounce of doubt. There, There was no questioning of Will there be another Killer B Code record? It was just a matter of when will there be another Killer bee Code record. So it took a while because collectively our four main bands uh, keep us keep us very busy and very fulfilled, which is incredible. So we knew it was going to take time. And that's why years ago I, I mentioned to my guys, like every time we get together and work on something, let's just keep it to ourselves um, so we don't create any type of buzz or excitement. To our small handful of fans, Um, let's just wait. If it takes two years, four years, whatever, let's wait until we have a collection of songs that we love, an album title with some cool artwork, and hopefully some tour dates to accompany it, but make one big announcement when the thing is ready instead of just teasing it bit by bit over the course of several years. So yes, we've been working on it very slowly, but very surely. And it's okay that it took this long because always most important is the fact that Ben, Greg, Max, and myself absolutely love the record, which we do. So we feel that if we are super in love with the record, hopefully a lot of other people will be as well.
1: It's a great record. I'm just going to jump in really quickly and say that like, it's definitely worth the wait, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, every time that we would get, find a time when our calendars would align and we could all meet to write music, it would be six, seven, eight, nine months later when we could do it again. So we had plenty of time to reflect on the things that we've come up with already to realize, like, hey, that song is going to work great. I already have a vocal idea for it. Or, like, hey, that opening part's great, but that second part, I don't like it. We need to find something better. So we had enough time to really reflect on everything. Um, And that's the best part about taking a long time to, to, to work on something, is that you are all very, very familiar with it, and you know what you like, and you know what you don't.
1: Well, look, on that as well, I mean, like you were talking about the fact that you would go a few months, write a song, go back, revisit it, that kind of thing. With the inspiration behind this album, is that collectively events that have happened over the past six years? Or like, did you write the lyrics for something that was a bit more inspired by current events?
0: So we finished the record uh, in January of this year, right before anything pandemic hit. So we were very, very lucky with that. Because one thing that we all agreed on is that we were only going to create write and record when we're all in a room together. There was going to be no working remotely, no file sharing. It was going to come from the energy from one another. And that's why this band was put together in the first place, is because we enjoy each other's company. We appreciate and respect one another. And we want that energy to happen right in front of our face, in the same room, together, at the same time. So very luckily, we we finished this record, You know, uh, worked on it for five years in bits and pieces, but finished it early this year, right before everything happened. So we got very lucky on that. So lyrically, we just took it song by song and every song had a different theme that Greg, Max and myself would all write lyrics to together.
1: Right, so it's all a communal kind of thing as opposed to uh, you've got an idea for this song here, Greg's got an idea for that song there, that kind of situation.
0: Yeah, whoever had the initial idea, we would all chime in with that one so we could all write our own lyrics but still follow under the same umbrella of what that song title or the song meaning was, so... That's how we were collective on each song.
1: Which is a dynamic you don't really get the chance to, uh, you know, experience. I guess, you know, because Killer Be Killed has been dubbed the supergroup band because all of you guys have come from uh, heavy metal backgrounds and you're all gods and, and and heroes in your own reserve. So, like, the fact that you can come together and work like this and not have egos, you know, butting heads and things like that, I think it's just a beautiful thing and, like, goes to show just how great this project is and the potential it really has behind it.
0: I agree with you. And, and again, that was one of the things that Max... Cavalera said early on, he said, I want this to be no ego, no drama, no bullshit, only fun, good vibes, and good times. And that's the premise of how the band started. And it kind of has to be that way, because we're all very fulfilled with the many other bands that we're already successful in. So why do another band? It only has to be done for the right reasons. And that's why the four of us enjoy it so much, and we're so deeply attached to being in this band, it's got to be very rewarding and very healthy if we're all going to leave home again to be a part of what started out as a side project. Now the four of us feel a full-on committed band because we've grown together, we've matured together, and we all share the same persistence of you know the idea of, hey, it might take three, four years to write a new record. doesn't matter. We're all in it. Uh, it's pretty rare, and I think it's amazing.
1: Now, talking about the fact that you guys have a lot of fun and camaraderie in the studio and things like that, I mean, taking a bit of a, a, a left... Field pathway with this here. Troy, you're the only member of the band who's actually won themselves a Grammy. Does that mean that you're like the nerdy kind of guy of the group? Or do people look to you as like, hey, you've won a Grammy. You, you might know a bit more than what we do, that kind of thing?
0: Well, it's uh, this is this is how I um, display my passive-aggressive uh, humour. I will keep my Grammy trophy in my backpack. Yes! And if we're ever having a conversation... <laughs> See, you know where I'm going with this. I do. Uh, I could say, you know, hey, I, I think it should go like this, you know, this part, this part, and then the chorus. And the other guy says, well, I, I really think that chorus is great. We should open with that. I'll just turn around and just politely pull out the trophy and set it down and just say, I think it should go like, this. but it always creates a laugh.
1: That is perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to hear because, you know, you look at you guys and, and you're, you're all massive metal powerheads, but I can't imagine that, you know, you guys in studio would have fun with each other, play pranks and things like that. You wouldn't be all serious all 24-7.
0: True. Yeah, again, it's the chemistry and the, the friendly camaraderie that, uh, that's most important. It truly is. If I didn't really love being with these dudes and our time together, there's no way I would be in this band.
1: Troll, you sound like a guy who likes to have a little bit of fun, and let's take a look at the guys who are in the band. And let me ask you this question. Have you ever seen Sex in the City or have you ever seen Mean Girls?
0: Uh, I've seen every episode of uh, Sex and the City. And more importantly, I've seen every episode of the Golden Girls.
1: Right, okay. So we need to assign the members of Killer Be Killed to a representative character from Sex and the City. I know more about that than I do the Golden Girls. Sorry, I'm showing my young age here. But if you could assign the members of Killer Be Killed to be a uh, character from Sex and the City, who would be who? Uh, uh,
0: Greg Pachado would be the, was it Samantha, the slutty one? Yep, the slutty, yep. Um, Max? Cavalera would be the uh, the, the quieter, short-haired, dark-haired girl.
1: Uh, Miranda? Miranda. Yeah.
0: Ben Ben Kohler, our drummer. He's Charlotte. I'm going to be Sarah Jessica Parker because uh, I'm doing this interview so I can say that this is all about me. But I'm totally kidding.
1: All right, well, that's probably the the weirdest question uh, I could have possibly come up for this. Let's get back to the music itself now. So <coughs> six years putting this album out together uh, and 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 fans are going to absolutely love this, more so the fans in Australia. Like, we don't get an opportunity to have such an internationally, globally recognised band like yourself have this special uh, attachment to Australia. I mean, the only tour you've done here was uh, Soundwave Festival and the Sideshows itself too. I mean, does that mean that you guys have to come back here as, as soon as you can or Or do you want to showcase yourself to more of the world?
0: Well, ultimately, we'd like to find the time. And and we we intend on doing more touring when the time is right uh, next year um, as Killer Be Killed. But Australia is on the top of our list because that's the one and only tour that we did. And it was mind-blowing. It was more eye-opening and heartwarming and welcoming than we ever had expected. And um, there's a reason why us Americans will, will fly halfway around the world to your country because it's gorgeous and the people are great and you always leave having a good time. So um, that's why with this release, you know, we've, we've made sure that we uh, had our record of, would be available in Australia with a, with a special pressing of, for an Australian release only um, because we, we feel uh, a great connection with Australia. Um, but we do want to travel the world if possible, but uh, Australia would be our number one. If we had an opportunity to tour anywhere to start the year, we, we would choose Australia without
1: a doubt. We just want to be a little bit greedy because we've had the the first and only opportunity to see you guys live and want to just have that on the rest of the world because the rest of the world gets everything else first.
0: Yeah, we're going to come see you. You guys are in the future. You know, it's already tomorrow where you
1: are. Exactly, that's right. You're literally calling me from the future. On the return to, you know, touring and I guess the festival circuit as well too, uh, yourself, you're going to be playing the Aftershock Festival with Mastodon next year. Are you worried or, or concerned about festivals and, and shows post-COVID? Like, what's your thoughts on going into all of that?
0: I'm kind of just uh, sitting back and when the promoters uh, with their state uh, suggestions and laws and rules, when they can agree and, and have something, I'm into it. But I'm But I'm not getting too excited about all the touring that's already scheduled for next year. Because I feel like it's very, very possible it could could be pulled out, yeah, it could be pulled away, just like this year's touring was. So uh, I, I'm being, uh, you know, wishful thinking, and I and I hope that it happens. But I'm hoping for the best and expecting the worst. But in the meantime, all we can do is just write music, work on music, and do whatever we can to, to be forward-moving and, and productive. Um, but I, I really want to play shows and I want to travel. That's how we make our living, you know, is traveling. So. I would like to do that sooner than later, but that's very much out of my control. So I'm kind of just sitting back and patiently waiting
1: and letting those creative juices flow. I mean, like you're, you're obviously doing the album with killer be killed. You released the, the rarities album with uh, mastodon and uh gone is gone. Like, have you got anything in the works for that band as well too, or is it just strictly let's stick to killer be killed for now, get that out and then move on to something else.
0: Very happy to have, you know, finished the killer be killed record that will be released very, very soon. And, uh, Besides that, I was able to uh, join my friends and Gone is Gone, and we worked on tons of music this year. And uh, I think we're going to announce something uh, later this week about a, uh, a collection of music to be released into the world, so very proud of that. And I've also been spending every other week this year uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, working on Mastodon ideas and writing uh, loads of music with those guys. So, you know, again, once of the touring and all the, the livelihood and our income was wiped away for 2020, the next best thing to do is just to plow forward, man, and, and just be creative and exercise the awesome platform that we have, you know, with all my bands and and and, um, and just be productive. It, I don't want to sit around and, and just get fat, you know?
1: Exactly. Yeah. See, and you need to use your, your expertise. And I guess, you know, in this downtime, you can put all of these ideas and projects towards this music and, you know, find new ways to keep in touch with fans. Does this mean, Troy, you're finally going to join social media?
0: No, I don't really have time or de- the desire for that. Um, I'm kind of, I just kind of, I, I'm not, I'm not a, an introvert, but like I just, I've got all these cool bands that I'm a part of, and all these great opportunities to, to travel and make music. Uh, and then I, I have a cool little house across the street from the ocean, and I have a cool little family. So that keeps me more than occupied, and uh, I, I'm just comfortable with where I am, and I'm, I'm just. I think I'm one of the few people that's, you know, not on Instagram or Facebook and things like that. Um, I don't really want to dedicate more time to, to, I I don't know, it just doesn't excite me. So I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm fine being just, you know, the simple man that I think I am.
1: You may be a simple man to your thoughts, but to all of us, you're a musical fucking genius, and we, for one, cannot wait to see what you guys have been working on—the uh, new album, *Reluctant Hero*. It's out November 20th through Nuclear Blast Records, and as you heard Troy say, a whole bunch more still to come from the man and legend. Troy, it's been a fucking pleasure. Thank you so much for the chat. You're the
0: best. Thank you so much. War of